What's good, everybody? My name is Anthony, and I'm back at you again with another episode of the Coffee Shop Podcast. Episode three, four, episode four. Man, I don't know about y'all, but here, starting the weather starting to get warm now. Pollen season is among us. I know my allergy's been acting up like like crazy recently, man. So, you know, but it's still gonna be a good episode, man. It's gonna be a good episode. Um, first, I want to shout out um, the Fit Family. Like, why are you playing? Um, so, I decided to get back in the gym recently, like earlier this year. Cause I wanted to lose some weight. I was like, you know, I got tired of the way I look. I could lose a few pounds just to look a little better, feel a little better about myself. And I remember um, I met this trainer, my trainer named Corey. Um, he came to the bank, came in, um, and then we just started. We started talking about um, going, hitting the gym or whatever. And I was telling him that how I was going to this other gym. And he said, you know, you should come check out this gym, whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. So I came by the gym. It was actually pretty nice. You know, they got nice clean facilities, um, up-to-date equipment. And it was like, when I first went in there, I was like, it was actually pretty nice. You know what I mean? And then we uh, went this little went through this little assessment. He's like, "You think you can do this?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I can do this." And then like, I'm kind of just like fast forwarding through everything. But then like every day I, I came in the gym, like I worked my ass off when I was in there. Like then I started seeing the changes, and I was just like, "Oh snap!" You know what I mean? Start fitting in the clothes that I couldn't fit into anymore. And, um, started seeing the changes in my body and also in my mind too you know what I mean so shout out to not only just him but Leem and Tyler and everybody else in that Fit family if you're in Atlanta man check out Fit P-H-I-T check them out but um, anywho or not anywho um, a lot has happened this week though like you have to drive Draft was Thursday. If, you, if any of y'all caught the draft, now everybody, their mama knew that um, Trevor Lawrence was going number one. Um, Zach Wilson too. Now Trey Lance going to three. That surprised me, cause I thought Justin Fields was going to be the pick. That's who I would have picked. But I'm going to get to Justin Fields in a minute. Um, Kyle Pitts to five. Um, now, Waddle to six. To Miami is going to be interesting. So now, Tua has no excuse. You have. Actually, he had no excuse to start with. Um, like, when you watch him throughout the season and then when you watch when Brian Flores kept pulling him out the game because like Tua is not 
throwing the ball down the field. You know, he's throwing checkdowns and three yard drag routes. And it's like, come on, man, you gotta you gotta throw it downfield, throw it past the line of scrimmage. And now you you give him somebody that he has rapport with. And I'm guessing that Miami has faith into it because now you have a full off season of rest and you're going in as a starter. Your backup is Jacoby Brissett. So Miami has all the faith in you. Now, I think they should have taken Penny Swell. I think they should have just picked him and give Tua someone that can block for him. You know what I mean? Just like Jamari Chase at five. And that one, I guess Joe Burrow approved on that one. Because, don't get me wrong, Jamari Chase is, he's a dog. Like, he's, he, he's a dog. Ain't, ain't no doubt about that. But over Penny, maybe I'm, I'm being maybe I'm being biased because Penny went to went to Oregon. But I mean, I don't know. I guess the whole new wave of building the NFL team is build the receivers and then build the line later. Because, yeah, they got Jamari. Then they picked up another tackle, Jackson Carmen from Clemson. So I was like, okay. I guess you solidified. I guess you you was going to do it either way. Now you solidified, you know. So get the receiver round one, tackle round two. Because either way, with the second round, you're still going to find quite a few first round talent. Like, if you look at um, the Jets. So the Jets got Elijah Moore. And he's a first round talent. And we got him at pick number 43. And that's great value for um for the Jets. Who's going to help Zach Wilson? And the offense. And then also, Cleveland got um, Jeremiah, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but buddy from Notre Dame, uh, Oswald Komar, Karamar, 
I know I butchered his name. If you hear this dog, my bad. I apologize. I will learn your name and learn how to pronounce it. But he went to Cleveland and it's amazing how far he slipped. Now, Cleveland's going to be a dangerous team. I ain't about to hold you. They're they going to be a dangerous team. Um, you got a healthy OBJ. Got another year of Jarvis Landry. Then you got a two-headed backfield monster of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Now, if Jadavion, now Jadavion can play at least 85% of like his capability. He ain't even gotta rush the quarterback. Cause he's much better as a like a run stopper, really. He's he's a much better run stopper. But just be enough of a threat. On the other side. And then now they got a lot now they got their rookie linebacker. It's early. But I'm gonna talk my sh- I'm gonna talk shit now. I I say the Browns gonna win the division. Like I ain't about to hold you. I, I say the Brown the Browns gonna win the division. Now of course we got to wait for the the schedule to come out and and of course injuries and all the other fun stuff. But. I I watch. I'm I'm scared for Cleveland. Like I'm, I'll be scared of Cleveland. Um, even the Niners. Like this is pretty much like Jimmy G's last season. Like it's pretty much set in stone. I don't think any team's gonna trade for him, or if they do, they're gonna give up like a six rounder, if that. Cause it's already set in stone that you're not keeping him much longer. And if you're looking at Jimmy G's contract, I think he could, like, if he's cut after this season, he's only going to count, like, 2.8 mil against in dead money. And then if you cut, and if you cut him after his contract, after 2022, 23, something like that, like, only 1.6. Like, this, this is a no-brainer. It's... You're going to get rid of him. Now, it, it, I did. I was shocked that like Trey Lance went number three. That did blow my mind. Cause like I'm looking, I'm I'm watching draft, and when they announced the pick, I'm like. That's a, that's a, that surprised me, cause like when you, when you looking at Trey Lance, and my my biggest knock is the competition. It's like okay, 
But who did you play? Who did you beat? Because even it was like that with Carson Wentz. When Carson Wentz went number two, it was like, okay, who did you play? Who did you beat? Now, Carson did have that one good season before he blew his ACL. But that's the, the biggest question of of mine of Trey Lance. Of who did you play? Who did you beat? Simple as that. And then, um, Justin Fields going to the Bears. <clears throat> now, I've seen some stuff on Twitter where they were just surprised. It was like, i seen this one tweet. It was like, the racist Bears drafted a quarterback. And then even if you saw the camera on camera on Justin Fields, you saw like he looked like he wasn't even happy, like he didn't even want to be there. Like he 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 looked like he wanted he wanted to go somewhere else, dog. But I'm I'm happy for the Bears. You know what? If the Bears win the if the Bears win the Super Bowl with Justin Fields, I wouldn't even be too mad. As a, as a football fan, I w- I wouldn't even be too mad. I I I wouldn't. Cause name a black quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Matter of fact, anyone in the comment section. Name name me a uh, a black quarterback that played for the Chicago Bears. And if if y'all do, man, I get a shout out on my on my next episode. Um, that that ass, I get a shout out on my next episode. But the but yeah, Trey Lance, man, Trey, I, that's my knock on him. Now, there was a lot of petty trades. I will say that too. Cause when the first of all, when the Eagles Eagles already was dumb enough to leave the sixth spot, cause you could have had either someone Jalen Hurts could throw to, or you had someone to protect Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Hurts is your guy, Philly. I don't know why you're you're overthinking this and overcomplicating this shit. But you decided to trade up to get um Devontae Chase just to say fuck the Giants. That 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 kind of that was like, huh? That that blew me. And then the Giants decided. I think they picked that receiver from Florida. Or they traded back. But. There was a lot of petty trades. Then you look at. Um. Then you look at the Jets. When we traded up to get that guard in front of the Patriots, and it's like, fam, 
there was no need to trade up nine spots for a guy who was going to be available anyway at 23. Because that, that blew my mind. I'm like, we really gave up two third rounders for someone who's going to be there anyway. But it was like, why the that trade wasn't even, both trades wasn't even necessary. Unless they got insight on or intel from the other team saying, hey, they going to draft this guy. All right, cool. We just going to steal this guy from them. Like, I don't think any intel was given out saying that, saying that the Patriots was going to get that guard. Now, Mac Jones going to 15, I kind of expected that. Because once I seen, once Trey Lance was gone, and then once Carolina got J.C. Horn, and then Denver got their corner, it was like, all right, it's kind of known that the Patriots was going to get the whoever's going to be remaining. Now, I will say this. Cam Cam going to have a hell of a season. I will say that Cam Cam's going to have Cam going Cam's going to ball this year. He's going straight up ball this year. Cuz now you drafted a first round quarterback to back up behind me. Oh yeah, I'm going to show y'all I can still play. And even though the even though Cam is on the wrong side of 30 and like and he's been beat up for most of his career. And even as a Jets fan, I'm saying this, I hope like Cam has a great season. Give him like one last hurrah before Bill Belichick decides to do something to fuck with him. And then speaking of like he's about to ball out, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers won it out. He still wants out. And I'm like, interesting. Because peep this, right? <clears throat> peep this. You have three years left on your deal. Um, and then you're talking about you want the GM to be fired. You can say he's trash all you want to. But you're 1-5 in the NFC Championship game. Uh, Brady threw three picks in that NFC Championship game, and you still lost the game. The year before that, you got smacked and smacked by the Niners. Like Aaron, Aaron has a thing of choking. Now, some of it can can be matchup reasons for it is matchup, but even taking context and putting context into things, Aaron has a thing of choking. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron has a thing of choking now. Someone with his talent and his caliber, like only one Super Bowl appearance. Only one. 
Like, yeah, he won MVP. Yeah, he won. Um, he won a Super Bowl, but that's the only one that he he won. And he has all these passing records, especially being in Green Bay. And Green Bay is known for it's like the same thing with Brett Favre. Like, don't get me wrong, Brett Favre to me is the goat. Excuse me. I, I, to me, he's goat. But only one Super Bowl? Come on. One and five in the NFC Championship game? Come on, man. Now, the other factor is contract. Cause I was watching, I was watching something on Rich Eisen, and he made this point, and then even I started to see it. It's hard to win when you're paying a quarterback a boatload of money, unless your name is Tom Brady. Unless your name is Tom Brady, or you got a quarterback on a rookie deal, you ain't winning the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl like that. So I'm I'm all I'm all for players getting a bag. I'm I'm all for it. Secure the bag while you can. Get paid, young man, get paid. And in the same breath I'm I'm saying it's hard to build a team around it. Was like, okay, I'm paying you this money. Then I got to pay this wide receiver. Then I got to pay this edge rusher. Then I got to pay the safety. Ain't going to be enough to go around like that. Because, like, you could look back at 2012, Joe Flacco was on his rookie deal. You could look at um, even Colin Kaepernick. He was on his rookie deal. Um... Looking at Cam. Cam was on his rookie deal. Von Miller was on his rookie deal. Um, well, then again, Peyton Manning was on his last leg, and he was he took a hell of a pay cut. Um, Eli wasn't highly paid. Um, Pat Mahomes is on his rookie deal. I think his extension kicks in this year, if I'm not mistaken. I think it kicks in this year. But either way, rookie deal. Um, Jared Goff was on his rookie deal. Like, it's, it's hard. Unless it's hard, to win, it's hard to get to a Super Bowl when you're paying a quarterback 35, 38, 37 mil a year. Carson Wentz, actually Nick Foles was backing up Carson Wentz. But either way, Carson Wentz was on his rookie deal. Nick Foles was back up, so he was getting paid pennies on dollar. So it's it's, it's super hard. Like it, it's really hard to build a team paying that kind of money. And I don't think no one talks about that with Aaron Rodgers. Because like because if he gets cut, if the Packers decide to get rid of him, I think it's like. 
20 something mil of dead cap money which isn't bad per se because the Eagles got rid of Carson Wentz for like 30 something 30 plus so shows things could be worse Mm, but I don't think drafting a receiver drafting a receiver would have helped in a way per se if you want to say so but it wouldn't solve all the problems. Aaron had, like I said, Aaron has, Aaron has his thing of choking. He he got his thing choking. You know what I mean. And speaking of choking, LeBron came back, missed the game winning shot. But I ain't gonna be too harsh on him, cause. I already knew what the game plan was because he only played 25 minutes. Put him on minutes restriction. Listen, we are we already know Lake's gonna make the postseason. Right now, they're just trying to avoid the play-in. As long as they can avoid the play-in, cool. But they lost to the Kings, who didn't even have um, De'Aaron Fox playing. And I ain't watched the whole game. I just watched the highlights. And even watching the highlights, you can see the Lakers' energy and effort was just not there. It was non-extent throughout the whole game. Like, when, when the shot goes up and... Someone goes for a rebound. It's like a like a half-ass effort. And then even from LeBron, like, excuse me, he gave a, a, a half-ass effort towards it. So, yeah, the Lakers lost. LeBron only took 12 shots. And then not only that, um, he didn't even, it looked like he didn't even really want to take the game winning shot either. Like I think he was he it felt like he was just over it and just wanted to get on with it. Like if we win, we win, we lose, we lose. Whatever, man. Just get me to the postseason already. Like, at least from my perspective and coming from like I said, watching the highlights, it looked like a lack of energy and a lack of effort from them. But I think they'll be fine. I think once once AD comes off minutes restriction, once LeBron comes off minutes restriction, and then also once Alex Caruso come back, I don't know if he's coming back or not, because the Lakers have no guards, zero whatsoever. You got Schroeder, cool, but you're playing Schroeder like almost 40 minutes a game. You got Kuzma, cool, but I think he only took one shot in that whole game. Um... But I don't know. I think I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. I think um, I think once everybody gets back healthy, once the postseason starts, and I, I, I think I think they'll be they'll go back to their usual form and you know just start just start blowing teams out again. 
Now, no one's talking about the Wizards, how the Wizards actually won, I think, 10 of their last 11. And now they got a nice little cushion over the Bulls for that final spot for the play-in. Even though that team is pretty bad, Westbrook and Beal are, they're making a way, though. And that energy is affecting on to, to other players to like, hey, we can at least do something. We can at least do something to chip in. And then no one and then now there's talking heads saying that the Knicks can make the conference finals. We ain't gonna make the conference finals, fam. Like I I I put that out there right now. The Knicks ain't making the conference finals. Depending on matchup, we may not even make out make it out the first round. Depending on matchup. Now, if we play the Hawks, which I pray we do, um, I think we can beat the Hawks. I think we'll struggle against like the, I think we'll struggle against the Celtics because the Celtics have wing that can that can wings that I, that can score, and then I that they have more consistency scoring than the Knicks do. Now we will out rebound them, and then our defense will be better. But I think shot creation, actually I don't think, I know, shot creation, which has been a huge struggle for the Knicks the whole season, will defend, will stop us against the Celtics. Um, I think we'll beat the Pacers. I think we'll beat the Wizards. Um, the Hornets, that's a toss-up. I really think that's that's a toss-up on that one. In the seven game, I, I think we could. I yeah, we could beat the we could beat the Hornets. We could beat the Hornets in a seven game series. I I think we could beat the Hornets. But but no one's talking about the Knicks. Knicks won ten of the last eleven. Even though like we lost against the um, the Suns on some dumb shit. Actually, not even some dumb shit. It's just Chris Paul really made a good shot on that one. Knicks went ten of their last eleven. Um, the Phoenix Suns got the number one seed. Actually, they already locked up a post. They already locked up postseason berth. Um, Brooklyn, I think Brooklyn already clinched the playoff berth. I think I don't, I'm not sold on Brooklyn. Winning the title. Actually, I'm not sold on anybody winning the title. I'm really not. I think whoever is healthy, whoever's the healthiest come the end of the season, I think that's who's going to win the title. I, I really think it depends on who's healthy. And I think that's all that's going to come down to. Um... But I'm I'm excited, man, because like there's only nine games left, eight games left, something like that, somewhere close to that ballpark. And I'm super excited, man. The postseason is right around the corner. And if the Hawks and Knicks play each other, I'm going to one of them games, man. I'm telling you, I'm going to one of them games, man. And if you made it this far, man, I. Truly, truly appreciate you for tuning in to the Coffee Shop 
podcast. While you're playing, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at the underscore coffee underscore shop. Then go ahead and scroll on to your other app. Follow me on Twitter too, because I'll be talking hella shit on Twitter as well. I'm one of the people as well at the coffee shop pod. Man, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate, give me reviews, help make the pod better. What I should do better was was helping the pod, man. All feedback is welcome. You can follow me on all social media platforms, not social media platforms, all streaming platforms at the Coffee Shop Podcast. And if you made it this far, man, once again, thank you for tuning in. My name is Anthony, and I am out!